Hello, dear listener, and welcome to this episode 42 of Reeducating Dad, the cross-generational talk show. I am your co-host, Big Tone, along with my re-educator-in-chief and daughter, Little Tone, and we are again joined by our special guest contributor, my grandson, Ben. How are you both today? Good, thank you. Splendid. Yeah, I'm doing, I'm doing good, thank you. Okay, well, anyone who catches the video of this, because we do put these on YouTube, uh, we'll see that Ben gets the prize today for having the best location because I think you've been doing a bit of a tidy up job, which is a bit of an unusual thing for a teenager to do, Ben. Is that, isn't that right? <laughs> Must be yeah. really bored. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, no, I, I, I often change my room around. I, just, I think I get bored of the, um, the way it looks, so I always like to switch up a bit. Well, it, um, looks, it looks very unteenage in, in its order. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm back, at, I'm back in my home office for a first time in a long time over the garage facing the beautiful Breeden Hill. Um, that's mainly because in the winter it's very cold up here and it costs a lot of money to heat it. So I've been sort of hibernating in the house for these episodes. It's kick annoying you. <laughs> No, she's not. My darling wife doesn't do that very often in a day. Um, So, (laughs) Ben, you've got some news, I think. Oh, yeah. Um, So, I, uh, in the last two days, I actually received one offer 20 minutes before recording this. Um, I got uh, the last two offers from from unis. so that's all of all five offers I've got now, which is um. Woo-hoo! That gives you I, options. I, yeah, well, well, the funny thing is, I already had like my my first two were the first to come, um, that like my my top two choices. But it's uh, nice to feel appreciated still. <laughs> yeah, well, good who for were, you. Who were the five? Just out of interest. Um, so I'll do it in order of um of like where I want to go. So there's Cardiff, um, then there's Manchester. Uh, then Sheffield, then uh, Queen's Mary University of London, and then uh, York. Yeah. Oh, yeah, those are all really good choices. Yeah, some interesting locations there. Well, so we are again representing three generations to do, uh, uh, today. Uh, ben, obviously, uni age. Um, there's myself, great age. <laughs> and then somewhere in the middle is, is uh, Little Tone. But today is going to be strange territory for me uh, because it's a subject that I find I have almost no knowledge of. And it uh, is something that uh, Ben decided that he wanted to discuss. So why don't you tell our listeners, Ben, what, it is, what question it is today that we're going to be considering and why you chose it. Yeah, so um, I wanted to talk about um, whether or not uh, video games, violent video games and violent music uh, encourages violence. Uh, these are two pastimes that um, are taking up, take up a considerable part of my life, especially in the age of lockdown. Not a lot to do, so they're sort of two things that you, you can still do in these, in these times. Um, and it's always been a, um, an argument I've been, I've been fascinated with because 
there is really a, any there's a lack of real empirical evidence to suggest either side so it's really or not a matter of opinion at this stage um i think the argument um this argument goes hand in hand with uh gun crime in the us and knife crime in england because whenever whenever there's a rise in either of those two gun crime or knife crime you see you also see a rise in the argument does video games um cause uh violence and violent music and um i think it's often used as a scapegoat um i, I won't say everything right now but um yeah, I, w I wanted to know what what you guys had to say because all the all the topics we've done so far, I could sort of before going into, it, I could hazard a guess as to whether or not, um, or like what which side you'd be on. But I have literally no idea what you guys are going to say. Doesn't sound you you know what you're going to say. Um, no, I I, um, <laughs> I think I'm going to be. Um, I really am going to be not re-educated, but educated here because it's not something that I, you know, I have much knowledge about at all it it just seems to me that intuitively um it would seem to me that if somebody immerses themselves in let's say let let's let's take it back to something really simple like swearing okay so you know when you're when you're at home uh, probably with your parents and stuff there maybe i don't know what you experience but you know, there wasn't a lot of swearing in my house from my parents. But then when I got into school, it became like, you know, that it would be, it's weird not to swear. <laughs> you would be regarded as weird if you didn't swear. So it becomes sort of part of your normal everyday conduct is to, is to swear. Um, so it, it, isn't, it, isn't it sort of similar that if you're immersing yourself I mean, another example, well, I'm not sure if I should be talking about this, but, if, but another example would be porn, I think. I mean, you know, if, 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 you, if, if you immerse yourself in behaviors um, that, are, that, that appear to be extreme, isn't it sort of likely that they're going to become normalized in you and you're, and you're inclined to think they're okay? Well, I think if you immerse yourself in... If, if you immerse yourself that deeply into anything, it's a, it's a sign of um, mental illness. And you're going to have to be, you're going to have to be immersed like completely in order for, for video games to, to cause you to, uh, to commit violence. I mean, I think, I think it comes down to, it's a real individual case depending on the person. Um, because some people are more easily influenced than others. But like, but I don't think you can blame video games in as a whole for um, people's uh, poor choices, because violence isn't something that's been created by video games. Violence has existed for for a long, long time, and there has been no evidence to suggest um, mentally that video games causes violence at all. Oh, oh, really? Okay, well, yeah. I, I, um, I, I will hold fire on that for a minute because we haven't heard anything from Little Tone yet, and I'm sure she has some mm. things to say about this. Um, so I don't think that video games and music play a part in encouraging violent behaviour. Um, I think porn is a completely different subject. Um, and I think often 
Well, just to start on that point that Ben said about um, fully immersing yourself and it causing or being a sort of like an indicator of mental illness. I am really, really drawn to uh, morbid things. I really like, uh, you know, uh, anything to do with the occult, Satanism, metal music, which can be very violent as well. Um, and I wouldn't say that any of those things encourage me to be some kind of psychopath that's going to go around killing people just because I'm interested in the subject. I think that killing someone in a video game and actually holding a real gun and, you know, taking someone's life is completely different. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I don't think, I think one's theater, you know, when you're playing, you're playing on a game, it's, it's the excitement and the thrill and the sort of like the entertainment value and, and doing something like that in real life is very different. And I don't think that you, I don't think it encourages, um, behavior and actually i was reading in an article about um i think it was like a harvard article about uh whether violent games cause aggression and some of their findings said that there's been you know an absolute drop in violence in youth violence since 1966 you know while video games and you know were surging and stuff like that. So I don't think there's any evidence that it, that it encourages it. I think there are different kinds of um, indicators for, um, you know, serial killer behavior. And that's normally murdering small animals. <laughs> you know, that's got nothing to do with rap music or... Um, what kind of uh, evidence could, could one produce? What do you mean? Sorry, for when, when you say there is no evidence, what kind of evidence? I mean, how do you know whether somebody has been? If if somebody, let's one thing that they, I've because heard because the police would build a picture, wouldn't they? They would build a profile um, about. A, but it would um, it would still suspect. amount to it would still amount to conjecture. I mean, you might you, you might find a violent teenager has stabbed another teenager. Um, so the police will then look into what motivation what caused this to happen and it's normally trauma as well you, that's the you, thing but you might find that you know the, the person has been listening to violent uh gang type lyrics or, or in music that can't necessarily mean that what that a caused b you know the old argument that causation is not the same as correlation so what I'm saying is I don't know that there would ever be any kind of evidence that you could point to conclusively, but I've just, I just did, I just quickly Googled it and it, and there's, um, the thing that first thing that came up was violent song lyrics increase negative emotions and thoughts that can lead to aggression. According to a study published in the May issue of the journal of personality and social psychology. The study challenges the ancient Greek catharsis hypothesis that claims that expressing aggressive emotion will later decrease aggressive behavior. Instead, researchers from Iowa State University and the Texas Department of Human Services found that aggressive music lyrics increase aggressive thoughts and feelings and so on. Now, now that's that absolute BS. Yeah, I, that's I think, absolute I think, BS. I think you identified a... a problem there is that there were two different schools of thought say suggesting either side of the argument I, I just think that there's no 
there's no um, evidence to suggest either way, really. And um, no, but how do you deal with my point that how could you find evidence? Uh, how, or how could you find evidence and say that that evidence is conclusive? Because I think that when you're looking for evidence of someone being, you know, violent and stuff like that, you don't you don't build a picture of the music and the and the video games. I mean, you can you can look at that stuff, but at the end of the day, people are responsible for their own behaviour, and I think that it's it's ludicrous to think. I mean, okay, let me just strip this back. I think people connect with things like violent rap music because they connect with the life experience. So you'll find that people that live that kind of violence every day or, you know, their life is at risk every day, connect, connect with the music or they just think it's a really good song. But I mean, I love metal music and it's all about demons coming out and ripping people apart and stuff like that. And it, it doesn't mean that I'm going to, I'm a violent person. Mm. It's just, yeah, but that's one stage. Go on, go on, Ben. Uh, well, I, yeah, I was, I was going to say that um, it all depends on the person and what they take out from the piece of media they're consuming. Like an example, um, the Bible. The, the Bible can, is like interpreted in like many different ways, some good, some awful. Um, and it, it, it all just depends on what person and what they look at, what things they focus on in that piece of media and what they take out of it. So to blame the whole thing in general, I don't think is, I don't think big up what Ben just said. Big up. (laughs) I think um, that's an that's an interesting example to take because you've just fed that fuel. Now you fueled that fire because Dad's now going to start on the Bible. The Bible is a very (laughs) is a very violent place. I mean, there's lots of violence. Most of it committed by God Himself. Mostly in the Old Testament as well. So if, if. this it's not just the, <laughs> old, the testament. old testament that's that's a myth in itself it's not just the old testament but the, but the thing is you know people do point to the bible in order to do in order to say and do disgusting things for instance aimed at gay people hmm. but, um, but, 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 the, but the point i'm trying to make is um uh, no, I'm by no means I'm a, I'm a Christian or a Catholic. I'm I'm the, I'm none of that. But you can also look at the messages that um, that Jesus teaches in the Bible: um, love others as you would be loved, uh, as you would want to be loved. You can you can also take that and and use it as a reason to not commit violence. Yeah, how is that and, not the same thing as in the Old uh, Testament? And apparently, Adolf used, Hitler used to pe- pet his dog. <laughs> uh, yes, you know. Even the most even the most gross people do some nice things or have some nice aspects about them, I suppose. But what but I'm that, trying to say is that it's what you take out from the media, though, isn't it? Isn't it? It's, it look, can, this is this, look. If you just take these music, these the gang, particularly the gang things, because that's something I, that I notice have has been in the news. Mm. You know, it, the, you can't argue with the fact that it's promote, promoting gang violence. The lyrics are promoting gang violence. You, you wouldn't argue with that, would you? Um, yes, I would. I would yeah, I would. I would. Say, I, I would say that. Yeah, sure. There are there are some cases that promote violence, but I would say as a, as a whole, um, they they do not. And I don't think you can blame the whole the whole genre a whole genre of music for for violence. And I think it also is just used as a scapegoat to hide the real issue which is 
the fact that most of these crimes are occurring in like really poor and um and like yeah really poor areas essentially but it's not promoting it's not promoting gang behavior if you actually listen to to um rap music or anything like that any kind of genre like that grime um garage drill music is, drill is the, the one uh, that is yeah, um, or drill, but I mean, most of the, what they're actually promoting is having loads of money and like buying loads of swank things. They they don't they're not actually telling people to get into gangs and like knife people up. That is such a tiny. If that's the thing that you're drawing from the music, then you've got to be really like not with it at all. No, because I think my, it's, my concern uh, would be speaking to somebody. I, I don't really listen to these things, obviously, but. My concern would be anything that normalizes that, that makes it meet, that makes it seem like acceptable, normal behavior, for instance, to carry a knife, you know. But it is normal behavior. That's the point. The point is, is for a lot of people, that is normal behavior. If you live in South London, but it's you, illegal like behavior. a lot of people. It's criminal it illegal. It's yeah, criminal. But the, the, yes, but the, the, repercussion of being put in prison versus protecting yourself against other knives is is a better option you know i've i when i lived in london i carried a knife at one point it was only like a small one but you know like i i felt terrified because i moved to north london at a point in which a woman had been raped and killed on holloway road the week i moved there and i was terrified and i realized now that that was stupid but I'm saying, like, for a lot of people, if you live in a poor area, I think Holloway Road's actually quite nice now, but back in 2003 or whenever it was that I lived there, it was scary. Seven Sisters was scary. Archway, Manor House, they were scary areas to be, you know? And I think that for a lot of people, the fear of being killed outweighs the, 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 the you know, the possibility of being put in prison. Well, I think that's a different a different discussion um i think the but, so would you say that the, would you say that rap music encouraged me to do that i don't I, this is the problem i don't know i don't know but um I, you know I, I i do have a i do have a feeling that 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 making bad behavior a normal thing such that it's big becomes something that is celebrated and something that becomes part of entertainment is likely to encourage it, which is all that the question is really but asking. You're assuming Does it encourage that's an, it? That's an, it's an assumption to assume that they're celebrating violence. You know, music is often life experience. It's not a way of telling people or encouraging people or normalizing behavior. It's just sharing your experience. And for a lot of people that like that kind of music, it's a shared experience for them too. I mean, I, the music that I like, it, I, I, don't, I don't share in the experience of liking Satan. I mean, I, I, for me, it's like watching a horror film. Like, it's just the thrill of, like, going on a ghost ride or something like that. You don't believe but, in Satan, do you? No, so Satan's not an actual figure. That's what's so interesting about Satanism. It's not, he's not actually a, a figure that exists in any way, especially in the Bible. Like he walks well, in for a moment and he walks that. off. Um, but, but what I mean is, is that it's actually Christians that have, uh, that have uh, made this villainous character. Satanism actually is just um, a symbol for liberation from like tyrannical religion. 
that's it. And it, it, it's the same. I think that that kind of perception of Satanism is the same kind of perception of rap music or of grime music. It's people's complete inability to understand why anyone would like that music that, that makes them jump to these sort of con these assumptions and these conclusions about it influencing the youth of today and creating more violence. I mean, really one of the most target. violent. Yeah, exactly. And what, one of the, one of the main problems with um, knife crime is, is what Ben already said. It's people living in, in really having a really poor quality of life and, and having no job opportunities and living in impoverished areas and them having to resort to selling drugs. This is normally drug fuel, to be honest. People resorting to selling, you know, cannabis or, you know, a bit of cocaine and stuff like that. And unfortunately, when you get mixed up in that sort of stuff, you meet some really sh shady characters and... And that's when people feel the need that they need to protect themselves because they're carrying around drugs and they're carrying around cash, you know? And if you don't, if you haven't lived that experience, then you can't understand how, uh, how prevalent it is, even in the UK, like drug, the drug, okay, problem. I mean, especially coming from Brighton, but, like Brighton is like party central. You make some very powerful points, but you wouldn't say that that it's wrong to discourage those behaviors would you um no I, I but we're not talking about discouraging behavior we're talking about um the repercussions of creating art that is we're, talk, we're talking about whether these whether these whether violent music videos and violent video games encourage crime and, and I don't think that they do. I, I genuinely don't think that they do. But um, well, what I'm asking is, do you think that, that crimes should be discouraged? I think that would make really boring music. No, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying in general, do you think it would be a good idea, for instance, to say to your son, you know, I can understand why you carry a knife i think it's probably a good idea it's a very dangerous world you should carry a knife do you think that would be good parenting i would never encourage my child to break the law but if i was live i think that I, if i was in those circumstances where every time i left the house my life was in danger i think it's something that i would have to consider hmm what I, advising the, your like, son to carry a knife no, I mean, I'm, I, like I said, I would never encourage my child to commit a crime. But if you were talking about myself, and every time I left the house, I felt like I I'm was in danger. I'm not talking about yourself. I'm talking about whether, as a parent, for instance, you think it would be a good idea to discourage your child from doing something criminal, like carrying a knife. And you seem to be I saying... I think that that's a you seem silly to be question. Saying, yeah. I think I've answered it twice already yes, now. Well, well, I wasn't sure that you had. But yeah, if you're but I, saying, what I was doing is I was drawing a comparison things, to the difference these, between a son and me, you know, like I said, no, but I'm not one talking of the main, about you. I'm talking, we're talking about young impressionable people who are the most likely people to be encouraged to commit crimes as a result of seeing violent music videos and violent video games. But it's not well, young people that are impressionable. It's vulnerable people. Let ben, ages. Let, let ben have it. Let's hear from Ben. Uh, well, I was just going to say the reason I think it's it's uh, it hits young people the hardest. Well, I don't think it caused it, but you could say that it, uh, that violent things could affect children is because uh, mental illness is mostly prevalent in 
the category at like 16 to 25, which is also target demographic for video games and also a target demographic for um, rap and mo like mental illness is very much so on the rise. And I, I don't think you could blame I don't think you can blame media for giving people mental mental illness. And I think that's the real cause for the for crime is mental illness. I think you'll yeah. find that men with mental illness, one of the largest categories is men over 40, really? not young okay. people. Okay, and that okay. is who the, su the suicide rate in, in men 40 plus has surged uh, since last year, big time. Hmm. Yeah, apologize. Well, what I read, it said 18 to 25 is the um, uh, is most prevalent uh, mental illness. That's interesting, though. Yeah, it is interesting. I mean, it's an interesting subject. I don't really think that I obviously wouldn't want to discourage. I don't wouldn't want to encourage anyone to carry a weapon. I was like stupid. Um, but to be honest with you, like it was a really scary time in London for women to be walking around on their own. Um, it's not, yeah, it's not, a case, of, it's not a case of encouraging. It's a case of understanding, isn't it? You can understand why someone does something without encouraging them to do it i think i think yeah i um, think i th i think that um uh, whereas i've rather been playing devil's advocate here i think i think the the, the fact of the matter is you could you could level exactly the same criticism at violent movies couldn't you i mean what is the difference hmm. um i, 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 mean, don't I love violent movies i think they're great <laughs> yeah so so uh, but i mean you know it's it comes down to f there's freedom of expression there's freedom of speech obviously freedom of expression and freedom of the artist to be able to deliver their art and say what it is that they want to say um how that is received if that is received in in is a matter for the receiver if the receiver sees you know a, a, a horror movie and then goes out and chops off his girlfriend's head um, you know, I don't know that we should therefore ban all horror movies. I don't, I don't think that that is the right response to that. Uh, the problem is really in the, in, in the head of the receiver, isn't it? Yeah, and that's yeah, why and I think, sorry, I, that's why I think yeah. with video games, uh, particularly, it's, it's, um, the parent has to hold the utmost responsibility for what, the me what media a child consumes. Because they can't get it themselves. It's, it's illegal for children to buy violent video games. You have to be, there are, there are some games that are 16 and there are some that are 18. So it's down, down to the parent um, allowing a child to consume that, consume that media, I think. And, and whether, on what their judgment is, whether the child is mature enough to, to um, experience those themes. Yeah, that's Can really I share something that, um, something that happened this week? So when I was growing up, like one of the most sort of like controversial musicians was Marilyn Manson. I don't know if either of you have heard of him. Oh, is, he, of him. is he the person that's uh, controversy for domestic abuse? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, so right. when I was like uh, 14, like, yeah, sort of early teens, Marilyn Manson was like kind of like a really um, uh, iconic musician in terms of kind of like theatrical music. He was kind of fetishizing violence a bit. Um, but it was, I thought it was all theatre. 
Um, and I've always been kind of like attracted to that, that kind of, um, kind of music anyway. Um, I just find it to be, I, I just like controversial music. Um, I find it really interesting. Um, and yeah, it only came out. There's that, um, I've forgotten her name. That actress is it Evan, Evan Fox or Evan Wood. I've forgotten her name. She's an amazing actress and, uh, she's just recently come out saying that, um, she was in an abusive relationship with him for four years and he was kind of like sexually humiliating her. He was torturing her like emotional and physical abuse. Um, and so lots of parents of the kids that were 14 listening to Marilyn Manson are now going, see, I told you, you shouldn't have listened to him. He's a bad guy. He was encouraging bad behavior. I still disagree with it. I think that now I understand the complexities of him as a person outside of his musical character. I won't listen to his music anymore, which is really disappointing because he's such an influence on me growing up. But I think there is a difference between the artist and the art. Sorry, I can't separate the distance, the difference between the artist and the art. If the artist is a horrible person in real life, like you could say the same with the rapper, or you could say the same for someone that makes video games. If they're a, if they're a bad person, you don't want to financially support their work. But I still don't think that it influ. I still don't think that it's encouraging violent behaviour. If that makes sense. I don't know if I've gone slightly off on a tangent. I don't play video games, so that's why I'm having to relate it quite a lot to music. I don't understand video games at all. <laughs> do, you, do you remember when? Terrible. Do you remember when you were small? I used to love them, but those first video came, games came out. I think it was the Atari machine. And, yeah, we still uh, got it at Mum's. <laughs> have you? I was so I was so obsessed with that. I would go in there because, especially this one where you could uh, destroy other cities with nuclear bombs, and and you were protecting and trying to protect your own cities. It was it was just so. Oh much please! Fun. It was like Pac Man, yeah. and you had like a rocket that was like. Would you say after playing that game, you now want to destroy cities with nuclear bombs? <laughs> <laughs> He's a terrorist. Yeah, I, thought, I, thought I'd spoon, I thought I'd spoon feed you with that one, Ben. <laughs> terrorist in the making. <laughs> so actually, I was feeling a pang of uh, a little pang of guilt when you were talking about. Well, it's like you know, it's it's down to the parents. They're the ones that are the gatekeepers for this stuff. Because I remember when, when Little Tone was little and her sisters and I would encourage them to watch Aliens, the movie. Oh, you traumatized me. I know. I, I, was, know. I was a traumatic... I could not sleep for most of my uh, years as a young child because I watched The Shining, Alien and something else. Maybe, I can't my mum's often talked about watching Thor in the house. Oh Thor. no! I was I was older yeah, when yeah. Thor came out. Well, Thor but, is shining. Thor is shining. More like a cartoon. Terrified me. These, Thor. These, so yeah, Thor. Thor. No, 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 no. not no, Thor. 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 The horror oh, that movie. one. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. It's Thor. a torture yeah, yeah. film. I misheard. Yeah, you. no. I watched. I think. I think you. I watched Alien with you when I was like, I don't know, six or something. Yeah, and I was terrified, absolutely <laughs> terrified. You're, we, we, but we now, were now I embrace it. I embrace it, and I'm not afraid. You know, I watch this stuff, and it makes me jump. It's not like going. It's not dissimilar to going on a roller coaster. Your grandma was absolutely disgusted with me. 
<laughs> yeah. She didn't like your pranks either. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah. uh, it's time for us to wrap this up. So, Ben, thank you very much indeed for a great, a great topic. Very interesting. I learned a lot today. I had to push back, but I do agree with you. I do agree with both of you on that, actually. Um, points very well made. Uh, so, as I mentioned earlier on in the episode, we uh, are launching our new uh, YouTube channel, so you will be able to see us recording this. Uh, we, did, we did do that before, but we only gave it out um, when people actually asked for it, but now we're going to launch the, 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 the channel publicly. Uh, so I hope you'll uh, check that out and take a look. Uh, Re-educating Dad, obviously, is the name of the channel. Um, and please do uh, participate uh, via our Facebook page and let us have your suggestions for uh, subjects you'd like to hear us arguing about <laughs> <laughs> from a cross-generational point of view. So uh, thank you uh, to Little Tone, my co-host, and to our special contributor and guest, Ben. Um, and uh, we will look forward to chatting with you again next week with another fascinating topic. So it's goodbye from me. Goodbye from me. Goodbye from me. Thank you, everybody. Bye for now. Bye.